and uh maybe i'll just take it to like a professional plane for my professional field like i work with serious violent offenders who all who 90 percent have drug addictions to crystal meth or fentanyl and everything else under the sun these are people i'm hired to work with in a capacity to provide you know intervention services as well as support and advocacy so the challenge is is that these are all adults these are all adult men they can do whatever they want they have court-ordered conditions they have to abide by but that's part of my team's uh responsibilities to enforce so within that is that we just come up with um integrated case plans that we target certain behaviors and try to get those to um try to support change in those so i think of like my relationships my life and all the same terms where i'm like you know you can do whatever you want to try to support a person and provide them information and provide them resources that they can you know build themselves up and create and have and be prepared for opportunities that come for them but you can't force people to do those things right you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink so then it's like what's the other option you got to try to make the horse tired so that it wants to drink right you have to get people like hungry so that they want to learn how to fish you gotta get you gotta be there for people when they like hit rock bottom and they really need that help and then you can help and then maybe your words or whatever you're trying to you know provide to them will have more meaning but also that comes with like understanding people and understanding people is something that i don't know if anyone has ever really mastered and maybe that's why we have so many different variations of how people choose to express themselves everyone's all everyone's just trying to figure out this thing called life sorry i kind of went off in a different areas out there <laughs> i um it's interesting because uh and Garrett, i want to i want to uh first of all appreciate you for you know going into your uh your profession as well as trying to connect it um with your uh with your personal uh relationship i think one of the things that i wanted to ask you guys uh, when it comes down to the whole pride and ego thing, uh, you were both expressing stories when, well, I, actually Mark too, Mark too was expressing uh, stories uh, when it came down to uh, speaking with your loved one and, um, you know, you may have said something that slipped or not even slipped, you said something intentional. Uh, however, your partner was hurt by what you had to say. Now, what's interesting about that is Tyrone came up with a wonderful, um, I think, uh, self-awareing type of apology where he turned and he said, I'm not apologizing to you because what I think I said I was wrong in, but I'm apologizing to you because of how it made you feel. I'm curious to know, because I'd like to go a little bit deeper with this if you guys don't mind, but I'm curious to know what happens when your spouse responds to you and says, well, hold on a second. I appreciate the fact that you apologized to me for, you know, 
making me feel a certain way based off of uh, what you had to say. However, however, uh, what you had to say, I, I didn't, you know, uh, I didn't appreciate it, period. As a matter of fact, it's that thinking. It's that very thinking that is actually quite offensive to me and quite hurtful to me. That is where your spouse turns and says, that's where I really want you to go. I really want you to apologize, not just for how you made me feel, but for what you actually had to say, for the fact that you even thought about it from that perspective, because it's that type of thinking that really ultimately hurts me. I'm curious to know, how do you guys go into that? Because I feel that in a lot of ways, that's sometimes where our partner is, uh, is wanting us to, um, to really apologize for. Um, I'm curious to know, I mean, do, do you stay with what you had to say and, and let them know that, hey, listen, I'm just trying to be honest. I'm trying to be genuine. Um, I'm trying to be very open. This really is how I feel. Um, you know, I think and, that's the uh, line we're trying to walk, though, right? Like, that's what we're trying to figure out. It's like, what parts do I stay true to? This is how I feel, and this is what I believe, and what parts do I need to, you know, massage or, you know, uh, change to win with my partner? Because I feel like there's times where it's just like, as a man, I feel like, I have to just, you know, give in and not say anything just to like, you know, not to get those hurt feelings. And then sometimes it's just like, you know, sometimes I'll just say things to try to like <laughs> prove a point in a way where it's like, yo, like if I did this to you, you'd be so upset. So I'm just gonna say this and just be like, you know, like, do you even realize what you're doing right now? Or is it just, like, only applicable when I do it? And I feel like in a lot of instances, like, it's that post I shared. It was like, let me just pull it up because I really wanted to say it out loud. Men have a lot on their shoulders. Kids rely on men. Women rely on men. Who do men have to rely on? Themselves. This is why men need friends. Friends who are men and fathers being an isolated pillar of strength can wear on the best of men and this is why so many men kill themselves look out for your brothers and you know i've shared my personal experiences with um you know my depression and you know some of the <laughs> experiences i've gone through where like one was actually i tried to take my life kind of recently which kind of was like maybe the spark that started this whole, you know, connecting with, you know, the men and fathers in my family. So I could just talk about some of the things that made me feel like that. And I feel like, you know, when, cause I've had partners, I won't say my current partner, but I've had partners say exactly what Shane said. Like, it's that way of thinking of why you need to, you know change that because that hurt me 
And for me, like personally, when I got down to it, it was just a difference of opinions. And I was like, hey, we just see these things differently. And at the end of the day, I don't feel like I should have to apologize for having a difference of opinions on it or expressing that to you. If that makes you so upset and like flustered, like, I'm sorry. Like, we don't have to talk about it, but don't try to get me to change my opinion on something because it makes you feel uncomfortable. You know, I, um, I, <laughs> they were recording this, but, um, I, uh, you know, in my previous relationship, <laughs> I, there were issues that, um, were big that we didn't see eye to eye on. And, um, you know, specifically, if, if I can be specific, um, you know, one of those issues were in line with the conversation that we were having last week, Saturday as a group. Um, because, you know, her perspective um, was one of, um, her perspective was one of blame. And my perspective was one on um, hope and possibility. And, you know, because those perspectives were, were, were so, so different um, and, and, and in my opinion, a little polarizing, uh, it made finding a way forward challenging. It did. It made, it made finding a way forward challenging because, um, I, you know, I'm not a person who is uh, willing to compromise um, who he is, you know, who I, who I am and, and the things that I experience uh, for the purpose of peace. It's, it's that, and that may not be the right answer, um, but it's who I am and it's, it's who I am when you meet me and it's who I am gonna be 10 years from now. Is that if I experience something, I'm gonna share what I experience and your experience may be different and that's okay. The two experiences are very different, but you're allowed to feel how you feel and I'm allowed to feel how I feel. I think what's important is, is finding ways to move forward from that, you know, because if, if, if every single day you're gonna kick me about the way that I see the world, then why are we doing this thing? You know, I like that. That's that's that's, that's kind of how I see it. Is like, why would we? Why would we do this thing? You know, Shane asked. You know, if your if your partner doesn't like the way that you that you thought about a certain thing, you know, if if I was someone who wasn't getting any exercise, and I shared with my partner that you know I need to get some exercise. And then weeks go by and every single day I'm telling her I need to get some exercise. And one day she says to me, Tyrone, you always talking about getting exercise, but you don't exercise. You don't go for walks, you don't go for jogs, you don't do anything about it. You just complain about it. I think she's allowed to share that with me, even though I don't want to hear it. Because again, we're on the same team and exercise is good for me. I'm already saying I'm not getting it. And now she is 
even though you know, as human beings, sometimes we don't want to be held accountable. But I know that those intentions are very good. I know that those intentions are pure, even though I don't want to hear it, even though I may want her to, 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 to not um, mention something to me that I know that I'm not already doing. I think you get to a point where it's, you know, I shouldn't have to change the way that she looks at me not doing what I know is good for me and calling me out on it. And I think, I think in the moment, in, in, in many circumstances and relationships, we can, we can be upset for being called out on it. But we know that, you know, it, it's, we know that the person who is sometimes giving us this feedback, even though the delivery may not be the greatest, the intentions are good and their intentions are pure. I don't see anything that's that that's wrong with that. I don't know. I want someone to be authentic and genuine. You know, I, I really want someone to, you know, be who they are and for me to like love them for who they are, um, but want to help them to get better, you know? And, and that I think takes some time. That I think takes some time. I, I, Shane, this is a very challenging question you put out to the group. That's for sure, because I, I think so much in um, what you're asking is really depending on like what the conversation is about. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's I, I just, I couldn't like cast a wide blanket and say that, you know, if at any time she doesn't like what I say, I should be apologizing for it because I'm my own individual. You know, we, we, we come together to make the team, you know, but if there's no me and there's no you, there is no team. So that, that's kind of my thoughts on it, Shane. I'd, I'd love to hear what you think, Shane. I'd love to hear what you think, or I don't know if Mark wants to chime in, but. Um, Man, I, this is getting too deep and I really want to hear what Mark has to say to that question, but I also want to be conscious of the time I'm just going to suggest maybe we just go for 10 more minutes. Keep it a little short, sweet this week, so we can have, like, a good feeling, a good ending to this, and then, you know, bring this energy forward so we have time to do things for the rest of our day. Awesome. So Mark, Great. you want to chime in or Shane? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Um, so on the question was, like, if the spouse wants you to apologize, not necessarily on your, your opinion, but how you made them feel? Is that it? No, no, no. Um, what it is is that uh, sometimes there are moments where uh, we, we lay an apology out to our spouse because of something that is that we have said. And Tyrone gave a, a really good example by saying, well, you know, sweetheart, I do. I apologize to you. And she responded, well, what are you apologizing for? And he said, well, I'm apologizing for how I made you feel but not necessarily for what I had to say. So my question was, um, how do you deal with that when the person actually wants you to apologize for not just how you made them feel, but their concern is the fact that you even think that way. The fact is, is that- oh, Okay, yes, I got you, I got you, I got you. You know what I'm saying? All right, okay. I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Um, to be truthful with me and Michelle, if I say something that she doesn't necessarily like, but it's my opinion, 
if I feel I'm in the right mindset, I might apologize depending on how she reacts to it. So I'll say I'm sorry. And I really mean I'm sorry because sometimes if I say something, she might take it away and might tear up. But that's just what I was thinking. And I said it. Um, so I apologize for that. But um, I think there's times when you can't apologize for what you say because you might say something out of anger or out of... Um, you just weren't all there, but you said something anyways. But I think there's times where you're just speaking your mind and that's who you are. And if somebody wants you to apologize um, for who you are or how you, not really you're putting them down, but you just said something because that's just, that's just it. You just said it. It's like, I think, yes, you can apologize how you made them feel, but then you change your mind like that's exactly what it is like i'd rather someone be straight up with me um if they do hurt my feelings and i say yo you hurt my feelings and they apologize i'll take that but i mean they told me what it is they told me who they are like that's that's what it is like um a lot of times you want people to sugarcoat things sometimes and definitely in even relationships that happens but i'd rather someone that's straight up with me this is the deal can i deal with it no or yes, and move on. Like, and that's that's kind of like where our relationship is. I think it's always been like that. I think it's always been like that. Like, she'll say what she wants to say. I'll say what I want to say, and then we'll deal with it. Like, to a way, if there's something that she says to me, and I'm like, yeah, I wasn't really hurt with that, but you know what, it's Michelle. You know, I'm here just. You know what I mean? Like, it's my wife. Like, that's just, either if it's something that we still got to talk about, okay, we talk about it. If not, then just drop it, man, and move on. Like, and I think, thank God, that's the relationship that we have. A lot of people don't have that where we can still, no matter what, we can still get through it and, and move on to better things. And I think that t- comes through, like, maturity and years spending together that we, we, we know one another now enough that yeah he might say that or she might say that but we'll deal with it you know what i mean <laughs> so that that's that's our relationship and um, like i said a lot of people i know have it don't have it like that but um god has synced us together and um i see us together for many more many more years to come so um through the experience and through just talking about it i think i can definitely help a lot more people out there and a lot of people would hear this and say you know i'd love to have what they have um but definitely that takes time it takes years and it takes god's blessings because not everybody gets the same relationship right everybody gets different relationships so well to piggy to piggyback on that i i do want to say that obviously i think we're all aware that every single um scenario is going to be different and it's going to be different for each and every one of us but for, for, us, for us being men, I look at it like this. This is just my opinion. I'm going to share with you guys and we can move on to the next topic. Um, <clears throat> first and foremost, I believe that whenever you're establishing a relationship with somebody, you have to come, you know, uh, you have to grow with one another. You have to grow with one another. You have to be able to sit down 
and have difficult conversations and get to know each other. Now, part of those different conversations is that the way in how you think she might be offended by. She's not gonna be offended by everything because she fell in love with you for a reason. However, during that time that she fell in love with you, there were some things that you guys didn't uh, didn't experience. And so therefore, you know, now here you are in your third, fourth, 20 years worth of marriage. And there are some things that have now started to come out where she turns and looks at you and says, well, wait a second, like, I, I don't like the way that you're thinking there. And you're turning and you're becoming more aware of who you are. And you're saying, well, you know what? This is how I think. And this is what I think because and you're able to express. Maybe it's it, uh, it becomes even more personal when it's something that she has done to you that has made you turn and say, you know what? Um, I really felt that, you know, um, I'll give a prime example. Uh, one time I looked at Chris and I said, you know, I, I really think that you're mean when you, you know, saying this to me. Now, of course, did that hurt her feelings? Incredibly, incredibly. And I had to try to figure out how do I, how am I going to be real with somebody and say that you hurt my feelings? And the way in how you went about it, I thought was mean, malicious, vindictive. I mean, yeah, like, like, like it, it can get to that, gentlemen. It can get to that in the relationship. How do I express this to the love of my life to say that I felt that you were mean in this circumstance? Now, I think that's what you have to do. I think you have to make a statement that says, I felt that you were mean in that, in that time. Not that you're a mean person, period. No, I didn't fall in love with a mean person. But um, what you had done, I felt was mean and I needed to express myself to you. Now, of course, gentlemen, this is where it gets very slippery because now the way in how you expressed yourself um, is now something that deals with your pride and your ego. And usually when the pride and ego has been hurt, uh, sometimes, you know, I can speak for myself, but I'll tend to express myself a little bit more forcefully. And I know that that's not, uh, that doesn't come across very well, especially if it's done in front of children or even if it's done in front of people, because that nerve has been hit tremendously. And you have to understand where that nerve is coming from for you personally, because if you're going to react a certain way in front of your children or in front of people, and it's going to bring about a type of shame to you and your spouse, you've got to be careful on that. And I have been, I'm being very honest with you guys and say that I've been caught in that. I've been caught where I've like exploded, right, in front of my kids, exploded in front of, you know, other people. And it's just like, oh my gosh. You know, and and I actually sat back and defended myself on it. I said, you know something? I don't care who, I don't care where. You can't talk to me like that. My mother, I wouldn't accept that from my mother. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm defending myself and I'm throwing this out, but I'm also, you know, losing uh, what's called self-control. And I'll tell you something, if we could put on a class uh, to... Uh, to deal with the idea of self-control. I mean, my goodness, you make a lot of money. I'll tell you that. You a lot of people signing up because self-control is something that is very, very difficult to, uh, to, uh, to teach and to put together. It's something that you have to personally grow with. It's very, very difficult. Um, but, uh, but, but in saying that. Yeah, um, that's one of the food of this period, man. That's so
You know, exactly. It is. You're absolutely right. It is one of the, um, the fruits uh, of the spirit. And so, and so, you know, how, how, how do we do this? How do we be, uh, how, how are we to be, um, you know, uh, totally authentic, knowing that it's causing a problem? Um, Mark, you're slipping in and out there. We can't necessarily hear you very well. But, um, but uh, I'm going to continue on here. Um, how do we remain totally authentic to who we are while at the same time recognizing that this is actually causing conflict with our, with our spouse? And at the same time, you know, we still love them, we still care about them, but hey, what they've done or how they've wanted us to change is completely uh, counter to how we feel and how we feel we are who we feel we are. I mean, this is years, you know, this is 20 years of marriage between my wife and I, and here I am expressing something. So um, uh, one of the things that I've learned is that um, I still have to approach the subject and the situation with love and care, with some maturity and with some calmness and some stillness. You, you have to approach it, first of all, in that way. Your approach has to be very, very, very uh, non-threatening. It has to be that way. If you approach with anger and you go off, you know, like how I did, it is not the way to do it, okay? I, I, I have to correct myself in that sense because it's not right. Because you have to remember that your, your spouse is not just listening to what you're saying, but she's also watching your behavior. She's watching how she's watching your body language. She's watching everything that you yourself might not be aware of at the time. So you have to approach that with some stillness, some calmness, and to say, you know, my feelings were hurt. I felt that what you did was incredibly mean. And, 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 and I really want to work through this. Um, and I think that that's the same thing on her side as well. Uh, when, when, when your loved one is offended, this is where you have to uh, start with the approach. The approach is key. If the approach is messed up, you mess up the entire thing. You're, you're basically a snowball, a little snowball, and you're slowly going down the hill and you're collecting more and more and more and more and more snow and you're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So the Shane, so what about also, is that just like picking your battles? Well, you no, know, and I'll tell you why. A lot of the times picking your battles really means like, uh, am I going to pick something that means something to me? And if it doesn't mean something to me, but it means everything to her, well, I'm going to ignore it because it's a battle that I don't want to get involved in. I just want to move on. No, you have to be very careful because now that you're married, you're taking on your battles and hers. So no, it's not about picking your battles because the battle is literally right there. And, and, and the question is, is are we going to be man enough to deal with it, but deal with it in a humble way? It might be something that you might not see as important, but to her, it means everything. And you can't come up with the idea and turn and say, hey, listen, man, we just need to, you know, get over this because it's really not that big a deal. Uh -uh. It's a huge deal to her or vice versa. It's a huge deal to you. And she might not think it's that important, but no, it's massive to you. And this is why approach is so important. Don't, I don't, I personally don't like the idea of picking your battles when it comes down to uh, relationships. 
I don't like, you know, I, I don't like that idea. You want to pick your battles with, um, with a colleague at work. Okay, maybe that's fine, I guess, to a degree, because you're working in a professional manner with one another, you know, then you can pick your battles in that sense. But when it comes down to your interpersonal relationships, there's no such thing as picking your battles. No, 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 no. Because what's important to you might not be as important to her. And we want to make that known. And what's important to her might not be that important to you. So no, it's not about picking your battles. It's about dealing with what is coming in the relationship. That's how, that's how I look at it. And so the first thing, in my opinion, that needs to be done is the approach needs to be nailed down. That's just my opinion. The approach needs to be nailed down because if the approach isn't nailed down, going forward is going to be very difficult because it's already a sensitive discussion. And when I say sensitive, I don't mean that it's blown through the roof. I don't mean that there's an argument. I'm saying it's sensitive because feelings are involved, period, period. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying there. Um, and uh, you know what? We can save the rest of that uh, of that response for another time. I don't want to monopolize all, uh, all of our time. Yes. End on a high note. That's all right, though. Um, yeah, maybe we'll just. <laughs> Anyways, it's good talking to you guys. I love hearing the stories. I love all of you guys. And yeah, all the best. I'll see you guys later. Have a great week, everyone. All right, later. You guys have a good weekend. Love you guys, man. Love you guys very me much. Too. You guys teach me a lot, and I appreciate it. I'm a student of this.